Okay, guys, so welcome back to the Talk or Go Home podcast. I'm Nick. To my left is Brandon, and to his left is our special guest for today, the one and the only Alex Farmer. Alex, welcome to the show. Uh, good to be here, Nick. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. What's up? <laughs> just kind of just skipped over me. Wait. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> no what it is. Hey, hey, Brandon. Good hey, to see hey, you, man. man. What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> Look, the three of us have, I feel like, been on a marathon of recording filming being on for like the camera or, or whatever you want to call it over the past 24 hours we did a two hour long episode of our local sports community live stream last night yeah it's obvious on all three of our faces that it wore on us a little bit <laughs> well i mean not only that but you know talking about my our youth christmas basketball tournament we we hosted here at our high school, at Asheville High School. Yeah, and I I was a full – I was in leadership of that. So, it, yeah, it, it wore – that on top of the alumni game that we had, then, uh, it, yeah, it kind of wore me out. Yeah. So, I got a good, nice rest. Let's just say that. So, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to good. go for this podcast. I got, a, I got a good, nice rest. I got about eight hours of sleep, but I'm still – I still kind of feel it. Not you here. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. You're here? But are, I'm are not here? as here as I need to be. Okay, if that makes sense. Alex, what about you, man? You I rested? got some sleep. You know, we had the alumni basketball game. And I shot a little uh, bit more basketball yesterday, and then come over here and recorded our Christmas episode. So, yeah, we got out of here at what nine thirty last night, nine forty-five. Mm, no, after that, ten, uh, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So two hours in front of the camera, and then you don't get out of here until ten. That kind of wears on you. But we're here. No worries. We're here recording a podcast. Talking to our favorite fans on the planet, the Talker Go Home family. And today, we're going to be talking about not what our favorite sport is. We will be talking about that, but that's yeah. not the main topic of, the, of this episode. The main topic of this episode is, what is the best sport out Soccer. there? <laughs> I'm just joking. So, Why so, are you joking? So you're going to make a lot people, of soccer people. <laughs> people will get offended by that. Look, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. You know, people that were listening to the podcast, they just left. Right. So, yeah. But first, I, I think it's really important for us to kind of talk about our respective journeys with sports and where we started athletically to where we are now. Would, would either of you like to go first or should I go first? Who's going to go first? I'll kick it off, Nick. You kick it off. All right, so as a, as a young boy from a poor family – uh, I'm not. I'm not going to sing the rest of that song. <laughs> yeah. As a as a young kid, grew up in Asheville my entire life. I never, for some reason, I had an anxiety problem as a kid. I never wanted to go. I was so afraid of failure. I never wanted to go out in front of people and perform in any kind of. I I, I didn't want to feel like people were watching me and that. I, I was going to fail their expectations, fail to meet their expectations, especially my parents. And so when it came time for me to play t-ball, I remember my dad asked me, hey, do you want to play? And I said, no. <laughs> I just said no. Yeah. And that trend continued until really it was too late. The first time I remember me wanting to play, wanting to play a sport seriously for school or otherwise, I was in high school, and at that point, you know, it was like, okay, it's it's too late. I've never played anything competitively. You know, I'd play out in the yard and that kind of thing. But it was also at that point in my life when I realized I was not coordinated at all and not athletic at all. 
you know, I love my mother, but she is not athletic, and I got every single one of those genes from her. My little brother, who is incredibly coordinated and athletic, got all of that from our father, who is who was who was a decent athlete back in the day. Now, not to interrupt you, but yeah, I am. Go um, ahead. Now, your mom was she ran track. Am I wrong on that one? I think she ran track and played volleyball. She could run. Okay, she could run. I can run, but for reasons that we're going to get into after the break, we'll talk about whether that's relevant to our discussion of or our definition of the term athletic. Yeah. I, as a young kid, because of all of that, having a younger brother that played sports nonstop, I kind of resented sports. You know, it was almost that stereotypical, I, I took on that trope of, I'm going to be better than people that play sports. I'm going to compete against their competition kind of a thing. That doesn't really make sense, but let me try to break that down. I'm going to, my mindset was, I'm going to become famous. I'm going to become wealthy. I'm going to become powerful without playing sports. And I'm going to prove to these people that do play sports that that sports is, is absolutely unnecessary and is does you no good as an individual for your life. Fast forward to this very moment. I'm sitting in a high school with my wallet in my back pocket. And there is a coach's card in that wallet with my picture and my name on it. Now, again, I've never played a sport. So I don't consider myself a coach. But I'm literally one of the most, if not, I'm not going to say the most involved, but one of the most involved people when it comes to sports at Asheville High School. I tried to go to every event support every single athlete and I love my athletes that I have because I'm for those of you that don't know I'm a teacher here so to go from that the resentment of athletes and athletics in general to to where I stand today was a very long journey but it was one of that's that's taken me 10 years to fully realize athletics today is so vi- it's not necessary but it is so vital and y'all two can speak to this because y'all are athletes and coaches athletics makes people better it prepares them for life it puts them through hardships that forces them to overcome obstacles and problem solve and work with other people be on a team be open to being criticized and coached it's something that you don't really get until you get into the adult world. But as a youngster, athletics prepares you for that. It prepares you for those hardships. You know, without athletics, I really don't know what I would be doing today. I know I know one thing's for sure, I wouldn't be happy in what I do because I absolutely love my job and I love I love what us three we sat here behind this very desk that we're sitting at and recorded a live stream broadcast on a show, eighty percent of which is devoted to sports. So that's kind of that's kind of my journey in a nutshell with sports is it's it's been one of and I think God has had a lot to do with that because he kind of put me on this journey through high school and college and kind of made me realize all of this that I've pretty much just spelled out to you guys but I don't know I know your journeys were a lot different than that so y'all go ahead and kind of talk about where where y'all were where you come from Go ahead Alex I'll go last well, all right then. Well, my journey's uh, a little bit different. Than we'll kind of go from youngest to oldest, I think. 
whereas both of y'all are the oldest. By, by the way, have we gone out there and made it obvious to people that, Alex, you are Brandon's younger brother? Have we said that? I don't think we have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and make that clear. No, I, I, we, I guess you yeah. put the names <clears throat> together. That Eight years older <laughs> than him, yeah. Yeah, I'm the younger one. The youngest. There's three yes, of you, and yes, you're the youngest. Yes, I yeah. am the youngest. Yeah, we got a and see that's where I'm sister. That's where I'm different in the sports world. Y'all are both the older ones of the family, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm the oldest. Okay, so with me growing up, I always had somebody to look up to to see what they were doing and make yeah. my decisions based off that. I'll make my perspective on that when we get to mine. So maybe, maybe Nick, maybe yours might have been just a little bit different. If you were the younger one. I think it would have been yeah. completely different. So, yeah. you know, I took interest in all the same things that Brandon was doing. You know, basketball being the main one because that's what we played the most of. Yeah. So that started in the second grade. And loved it. I never regret any of my time playing it. I enjoyed every bit of it. Brandon coached me a lot of those years mm-hmm. growing up uh, of playing. He actually coached you he at one point. He actually coached me. At one point. That was a my first. The first game he coached me was in third grade. I think that was that was in two thousand one. You were in third grade, huh? Not yeah. Brandon. Okay. Not yeah. Brandon. Yeah, not me. <laughs> not two thousand one. No, nah, he was a senior in high school. Yep. Yeah, no, I would have been well. Cause it was the beginning of oh one. Okay, so you, yeah, I would have been junior, about to be late junior. And that's that's pretty much where I fell in love with the game of basketball. Just starting there, second grade, and played it to where I am now. Played football. Um, I actually had to trick my parents into playing that sport. I what, tried. What do you mean by trick? Uh, well, I mean, I tried to play numerous times growing up. When I was in fourth grade, I tried to play fifth grade, and they wouldn't let me play. Somehow, I end up. You're going to have to get dad on that one. Wouldn't let him play now. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't let him play at all. Mom and dad weren't really particular on letting me play. Mom yeah. kind of being the bigger one of not letting okay. me play. But dad come home that day that we were having tryouts. I said, "Hey, Dad, you gotta, you gotta take me to football tryouts." Well, did, you, did your mom say that was okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so you just tra- <laughs> so he took me. So there was, you know, there was some things to talk about after we got home from that. I let me play, which I, I'm not going. It shouldn't be regrettable on their yeah, end because yeah. you know it turned out to be a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyable moments that we that I made over the years of playing. So. Um, played baseball too. I didn't. I didn't play none of that until I think it was my eighth grade year. I'm not a big baseball guy, to be honest. Uh, I know a lot of people call it our pastime, but I just never. I was never really good at it. It gave me something to do, to hang out with my buddies. You know, as far as swinging a bat, I couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. But I mean, sports played a very big part of my life. Um, what, what What about now? Because I mean, you're you've graduated. You've got kid. You've got excuse me. You've got kids. You you have a job. You know where where does that fit fit in for you now? Uh, I mean, I still play basketball time to time. Um, I actually play in a couple of different leagues um, that I still enjoy playing in. Uh, one of them's very very competitive. That you, you better get out there and bring your A game. Another one is just a church league that you know you don't have to really bring your A game, but you know all they want you to do is show up and pay money. Yeah. So it is enjoyable. I love it. I'm, I'm glad I, I get the opportunity to do it. I have helped out with, with braining, coaching, do some stuff like that. You know, my passion's not really in that. I don't mind coaching. 
I'll help the kids out. I don't, I don't mind teaching them. You know, I like seeing kids get into the sport, whatever sport it is, basketball being the main one. I like them take a passion in it. Actually, you can see it light up in their eyes and then passion for the game, the love of the game. Brandon, Brandon handles that pretty well, so I kind of let him stick to it. And it's, it's, you know, it's never been a big passion of mine. I think it has been with his. As much coaching as I've seen him do over the years. So Brandon. that's kind of my story for it. All right, let's go back a little bit to mom and dad. So dad didn't play, dad didn't play any sports at all. He's like me. Yeah. Uh, but he was in the band, right? Dad was yeah. in the band. He was in the band at high school. I don't know, about 15 minutes away from Asheville. Mom grew up in Steele, Alabama. She played, um, mom played softball, junior high basketball. And when she got to high school, she didn't, didn't play anything. So as far as our parents' backgrounds go, not a lot of sports there, you know, doing stuff. But, you know, what you Now, got? Dad will tell you, you know, Dad not playing sports. He did now. have a head coach come up to him and talk to him about football. Well, he's told me one time, and I don't know if it was a student-faculty game or something along those lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think he hit, like, the game-winning shot. Of that game, so oh yeah, okay. So, you got the, he, basketball game. He, he will mention that to you. Well, that is about six three, and maybe at the time probably two hundred pounds in high school. I would assume. So dad's a grown grown man basically um, in high school. So he did have the head coach come up to him and ask him if he wanted to play football. But at the time, they were they had a losing set. They didn't win a ball game that yeah. season and. Daddy didn't want to get out there and do stuff. I mean, get hurt, I guess, just because they weren't any good. But the band was really good at the time. As far as their background goes, no. And I was growing up, I played until my fourth grade year. Didn't play anything as far as we didn't really have. I mean, baseball was really – you had a little bit of football. I'll take that back. Football really didn't start until, I want to say, the the very early 90s in youth football – but youth baseball was around a lot. So I got into baseball my fourth grade year, played until about my eighth grade year in youth baseball here at Asheville. They did not have youth basketball at all until my sixth grade year, and that was the only year I played youth, and it was on the junior high after that. Played my junior high in seventh, eighth, uh, ninth grade. I had to skip tenth grade because, Mom, I had bad grades during that time. And she made me stay out a year. Because she of put that. the hammer down. Yeah. And then I played football my junior year and continued on with basketball my junior year. And the guys we had who were seniors my junior year, kind of because Coach uh, Neil Wester had come in my junior year, and the guys who were seniors that year kind of set the tone for us for the next year. And I really wanted to just focus on basketball. Because football, I'm, I never played up until that point in my junior year. To be honest, I didn't know all the details of football more than I did basketball. I knew basketball more. So I thought my opportunity in basketball was much greater than football at the time. Coach Wester stepping in was a really good high school coach coming in. He had really good records at other high schools he had coached. We had kind of formed – we kind of had two other guys who stepped in that year um, – one of them being Seth Ford and B.J. Cranford, who stepped in in the middle of the offseason, really helped us out as far as team-wise, adding to the team, and kind of propelled from then. 
leading us to a, a great year in basketball my senior year. But I was just kind of coming along. I was kind of, I would say, I was still young. I was kind of blooming, I guess you would say, at that point. So when I graduated, I still had a, a chip on my shoulder. Um, I still wanted to prove people that, you know, there's just one year of it, you know, just kind of one just one year about high school basketball, I could, I could do a whole lot more. So I, I started playing in a bunch of leagues and stuff after high school and continuing on with that. But I think, looking, God can put you in different places in different ways. He does everybody. And in my life, I mean, I think he just he puts certain people in your life at certain different times because that's what he does. And, Nick, I know you were talking about athletics. It can really guide you, and it, and it can. But I also really think it's, it's about your background, how your parents – where you where you're grown up at and dad didn't play any athletics and he's that kind of person who takes you know responsibility on things and does what he needs to do through life to to um to guide him and direct him i think everybody's different in athletics i think in certain in cer- certain circumstances can also hurt you because it can a lot of these kids can can get the big head in athletics because they think they're they're all that you know and and that can lead down another road I think, like like you said, it's wherever God leads you, wherever He directs you, He's going to direct you in that path. You just got to take it and you got to run with it. And He's done. I think He's done that for all of us in the past that we, we've been, you know, we've been on. And uh, would would your life be better or worse without athletics? Um, for me, I, I don't because of my family. I don't think it would be worse at all. Would I be coaching? Probably not. You know, and I and to go back to that, I had two coaches near my high school era, one who's a football coach who took us through the second round of the playoffs who never played football. Yeah. Did not play football, high school or college. And I had another coach who coached here for a year in basketball, never played basketball. And they did just fine. I mean, they, they, they've done fine. Throughout. And so I don't think it would hurt me any. But I think the only – would I be coaching today? Probably not, you know, if, if I wanted to play basketball. So – and I don't know really kind of where Alex would be if I would have never done it. That's all I was saying. You know, if you swap roles on Nick's side, put put Reagan as firstborn, bring Nick in second. Well, where it might have been a lot yeah, different. You, you, yeah, you yeah might, it, it might have been different. You know, you, yeah. you, you never know. But like I said, I mean, God, you're your only each individual person and where God puts you and where he places you. And I think there's no regrets of what happens, mm-hmm. whatever happens, whatever he has you do. McCall's look at you look at you now you, you didn't play anything but look where you are and you're an influence on kids today here at Asheville High School and and the stuff that you do is a big part it's a huge part actually of why we're here I, I just yeah it's, it's 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 a big part of it I think you know I, I do agree that athletics isn't completely good nothing is complete well there's only one thing one person that's completely good you know but everything else, especially of human creation, isn't completely good. I'll agree with you there. What I, you know, what's what's really interesting to me is that when I say athletics, I don't necessarily just mean playing it. I just mean being a part of it. Oh, yeah, I know, you know yeah, what I mean. I knew what you mean. Um, yeah. Like like your dad, I never played. Yeah, but it still taught me. Not to say that he didn't learn anything, or to say that he, but but you know, he's really involved. Actually, it's kind of ironic too because he's really involved with it today as well. You know, yeah. without your dad, I don't. None of this would. We wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing at the level that I'm doing it without your dad. So, 
sports, and you've seen this as a coach, can help those that need it. No doubt. And I, yeah, and but, what I, right. like you said, it, it doesn't, like anything, it's not going to reach everybody. It's not. It depends on who who your who your coach is. I believe absolutely who's who's leading you in that. You know, because the coaches are you know they influence on what you do. And I think Coach Wester, my high school basketball coach, was a big huge influence. Not not only on basketball, but just being the type of man that he was, Christian man that he was, you know, just the way he led our team and just how he was individually sets the tone. I think it can really impact your life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. And on how you impact other kids. And so I've, I've taken a lot of that from what I learned from him and hopefully impacted other kids with it. And I'm not saying I've – and I haven't. And probably Coach Wester would say the same thing. He hadn't been perfect at it. He never will be because he will fail at times and I'll fail at times because I have. But uh, at the same time, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a huge impact on uh, sports in general. What's interesting to talk about is the – Athletics in general, making people better, and maybe even sometimes hurting people. You saying that it, a lot of that depends on the coach. There are a lot of coaches that I've had the good fortune of working with, having in my life over the years. Currently, looking back on it, I think this is a really cool conversation for us to have to get y'all's perspective on it. But which coach do you think that you had had the greatest impact on you? And if y'all want me, while y'all think about that, if you want me to go first, I can. I know that while I was here at Asheville High School, I worked for uh, as a as a student manager, student videographer. I worked for a guy named Bubba Walls, mm-hmm. and that was your was that your last that was senior year? That was your senior year. And Bubba Walls did more off the field to impact his players than almost any other coach. I I think I've worked with or slash four me especially. Yeah. So you know, you take a a really skinny, unathletic dude, and you ask him to come film for practice and games, but you treat him like he's an athlete, and that's what he did. He would talk to me like a human. He because I've worked for coaches with coaches. Yeah. That will treat you like you're the scum of the earth right. unless you're an athlete or a coach. And there are a lot of those out there. Yeah, yeah. Walls, I don't know. There was a, he. There was this connection that he could make with with people, and I don't know if you experienced the same thing, Alex. But wow, he, yeah. he 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 knew how to connect with me, I and agree. I still talk to him to this day. He, he he just treated you well, and and he took care of you, and that taught me that no matter who you are, where you are, what station you are in life. And no matter what somebody else's station in life is, they deserve to be treated with as much respect as anybody else. I mean, like the golden rule. You know what I mean? Yeah. That right there was really, really impactful. And then I had – he wasn't really a coach, but he was my boss when I worked for Auburn football, Brent Thomas. That joker, I thought I knew what hard work was. That joker right there is the epitome of hard work. He's not going to be outworked by anybody else in that athletic complex – He's going to work Christmas Day. He's going to work Thanksgiving Day. He's going to work every single day of the year as hard as he can to make his department the best that he can. And he's going to have goals, and he's going to do what he can to make his part of the team the best that it can be so that the team can be successful. Yeah. 
And those two those two guys right there have kind of laid out two very large pieces of the puzzle to success that is success. And that that those are those are those two men will always have a major major impact on how I do things in my life. Right. Right. Brandon. Uh I mean I already said it. Coach, Coach Wester was a huge impact on me. And I'm not saying the other coaches weren't or anything, but uh the time that I was here, like I said, he, the way he did things, the way, you know, in his life at that time, just leading by example, and he kind of came in here and he took over the kind of the youth program too in basketball and and that's kind of where I get I guess I get my thing because Alex told you all ago that you know I was coaching him at that time and we I mean when he stepped in he was doing the youth stuff he had a lot of the um, high school players coach a uh, a young five and six year old team and uh, those were a lot of fun so yeah all the stuff that he done and he brought to the table was a huge impact on me and the way he lived his life. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully. I'm, I'm really grateful for, for when he came here and the time. The only, I mean, he was only here for two years, but made a huge impact on on what he did. So, is he still coaching? He's still coaching, isn't he? No, he's actually retired. Oh, did he retire? Yeah, he he's actually um, in Georgia right now. I think just as a school teacher, if I'm not mistaken. Was in touch with him not too long ago. So, yeah. Yeah, but his legacy's still living on. Cause yeah, he was at Cherokee County. He was, you know, after he left here, he trying to get a college job, but it didn't work out, I believe, uh, up at uh, Sneed State, um, if I'm correct on that. And then went to Aniana, of course, spent many years in Aniana. Went left from there and went to Cherokee County and pretty much ended his coaching career over at Cherokee County. Where his office is coaching at now. Yeah, but that's also where he graduated was Cherokee County and then went to Berry College in Georgia, got his degree there. So, yeah, he's he's retired, so – Alex, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Coach Walls. Walls, he comes in, you know, my senior, the head football coach. That's one, tough, man. That is yeah, tough yeah. on 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 him and on you. Yeah, you know, yeah, on that senior class. Well, especially it's me, tough. not stepping back into football to my junior year and having one coach there and then another coach my senior year after our struggling our junior year. One of the first things he did when he comes in, he he gives everybody a card. And it's card, and it, it has his name on it, has his phone number on it. And it says eight seconds on the card. And he said, "Any, anything you do in life, for for your mind to be made up on what decision you're going to make, he said it's going to take at least eight seconds." He said, "So I'm, I, I give these cards out. I, I forgot there was three points on it um, that he made on, on what you should, what you should do in those eight seconds. And I know the third one on there was if you couldn't decide by those eight seconds to call him." And talk it out with him. So, and he gave it to every football player, any athlete that was in there at the time. He, I still got that card to this day. It, it's in my wallet. So, you know, he was a good guy. Um, I wish I could have spent more time with him as far as in more than just one year. But I, I think he made an impact on Asheville. You know, he got to stick around for a little bit and, and actually put Asheville back in the win column in football. He he would be my role model as far as uh, as a coach went. Um, if I wanted to place one more, if I wanted to make it all sentimental, um, I'd put the guy sitting to the right of me. You know, he was he coached me in basketball a lot of years, um, a lot of youth league years, and actually um, he coached me a lot of headaches. Yep, yep. <laughs> coached me in junior high one time <laughs> and got the win. Yeah, I did do that. Yeah, Coach Fleming was here and. Uh, he was coaching in junior high, and and his 
because his son had just his son was playing high school um, basketball. He had me step in, coach Alex and him's um, seventh grade team. That right? Yeah. And then the eighth grade team right after that. So yeah, I'm I'm one and one as a junior high coach, undefeated as a junior high coach. Well, Wait, yeah. what, you said no, no, one no, and one. No, he's yeah. right. He's right. He's right. Yeah, because my team was a seventh and eighth grade team. You coached the ninth grade team after that. So yeah, you're undefeated yeah, so as you're a junior. Okay, okay. Undefeated junior right, I guess coach. I am undefeated. And as a you're, coach. I forgot you're about that. Completely defeated as a ninth grade coach. Well, <laughs> technically, he's. Uh, <laughs> I am. Never mind. I yeah. Go there. Yeah. Just, just like just like Dale Beeson, who coached the girls here for years, and due yeah. to due to a certain situation, had to coach the boys at Cherokee County one time. Were you on that team? Yes, sir. Yeah, he coached y'all. Oh, whoa, I forgot about that. Well, and is yeah. undefeated as a boys our, coach. Our coaches that night were Coach Dale Beeson and Clint Hathcock. <laughs> Dad called it win-win for the Gipper. Shout out to those I guys. I forgot about that. Yep. Hmm. And they are undefeated as varsity boys basketball coaches at Asheville yep, High that's School. That's funny. Undefeated. So that's that's awesome, guys. I'm, I'm glad that we kind of get to share this story because when we come back from the break that we're about to take, we're going to look at not what we think – or not what our favorite sport is, because based on the conversations that we've had, you would probably think it'd be basketball. Yeah. But when we come back, we're going to nail down what the best sport is in the world, right? So cricket. So, so Ping pong. we're gonna we're gonna cut to a break. We'll quick, real quick. We'll see you after the break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, fellas, we're back. So, we're going to talk about best sport. So, first off, when we talk about best sport, what is our definition of best sport? That's something that we've got to nail down. Well, really, we need to nail down the noun itself. What? What? How do we define sport? And then we need to figure out how we define the adjective best. So... I think that's that's and then we need to get into all that. So sport, what is a sport? What do we consider a sport? Physical. I mean, it puts a physical strain on your body. So there's some physical exertion involved. Yes. I think there there's got to be a certain level of competition. That too. Somehow. Yeah. Somewhere in the facet of whatever quote unquote sport you're talking about. So you're saying there's gotta be some physicality involved. I'm saying there's got to be some kind of competitive nature to it. What about you, Alex? Is there anything else that we need to add to our definition of sport? I mean, nah, I would agree with Brandon as far as physical. So by that definition, then esports does not count. Uh, no, no, <laughs> right? No, it don't count. No. And for those of you that don't know what esports is, that's just and I don't care how bad video gaming. I don't care how bad your fingers hurt either. Well, you know, the Alabama High School Athletic Association uh, considers it a sport. That's not true. Fun. No. What? It is, yeah. Why would they consider that a sport? Because they've got it on their, on their, they're offering it as a sport now. AHSA is. Really? Yeah. Like I could go, I could go up to the principal and say, hey, I want to coach an esports team. 
And if there's enough interest, then they've got to give me a stipend because it's an AHSA-regulated sport. What about fishing? Is there physicality involved in that? I'm saying it like, located or your definition of whatever you just talked about there yeah. <laughs> is, is fishing in that category also? I mean, there's competition to it and there's physicality to it, right? Well, is there physicality to fishing? I'm not technically. No. What kind of I'm physicality are we talking about? I do a lot about? of fishing, but I don't consider it a sport. Okay, does it take skill and does it take... I it consider takes, that as an activity. So fishing is not a sport and I neither I, I are e-sports. Sport. Okay. What about... Well, never mind. I, I'm not going to go there. Go ahead and go there. Well, so by our definition, is is archery not a sport? No. I mean, there is there is a lot of physicality in pulling the bow back and being able to and, aim. You know, There's a lot of skill. There's competition. I have a bow, and I like to shoot it. I do, too. Yeah. But I do not consider it a sport. I don't know. It just it's just something in my mind. I just you know, I I just don't register as a sport. I just can't. What about cheerleading? I would. This, I would say because we and him. This is a loaded question this, for y'all. I, I've got. I've <laughs> no, got I mean we had this conversation the other day. We cheerleading did, yeah. is a, is a, in my opinion a sport because they do have competitions. They do have to. It it does take a physical element on your body. It is competitive. Um, I don't know about like other cheerleading squads across the state, nation, globe, but at Asheville High School, our cheerleaders they work out and they practice. Yeah, it is very physical, and they they go to competition. And there's always a certain level of competition when they're cheering for our athlete when they're not at competition, an official competition anyway. When they're at a game cheering on our girls or boys or whoever and whatever sport it is they're always competing kind of implicitly with the other cheerleading squad across the field across the court wherever yeah so i i do think that cheerleading is a sport because let me just tell you i went to sectionals this year in birmingham to watch our our girls participate in in cheer sectionals yeah my gosh the level of physicality involved with with that was just where you out it wore me out looking at him. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's watching it, it kinda, let alone doing it. You know, it's like, man. There's a reason all the male cheerleaders you see are yoked. <laughs> I mean, just jacked. Well, I mean, if you would have asked me that question in high school, I know what my answer would have been. It what would it have been? Alex? It would have been no. <laughs> and I've had this discussion with my wife, which is a former cheerleader, and she's uh, a current cheerleading coach, right? Yeah, she is a current cheerleading coach um, that helps out here. Both of your wives are. Both of them. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and make that clear. Um, and we got in a few uh, heated debates about that on me saying that it was not a sport. Um, but, I mean, over the years of, of, of being around a little bit more, um, seeing the aspects of what it takes on the gymnastic side, you know, it takes a lot. And, you know, if you don't think it's physical at all, go watch it. Go watch a practice practice or go to the gymnastic class they got to go to yeah. and see how how much of that you could get through well not only that terry shea has been physically hurt oh yeah i mean yeah. dropped yes numerous right. times badly um you can that's you, alex's yeah. wife by the way right so you can, you can get yourself hurt big time in that yeah. had a concussion so, um yeah. and a brain bleed mm. uh, what about golf yes 
a lot of people say no. Do you say, was it you that said no, or was I talking to somebody else the other day about that? No, I didn't say no. Do you think it's a sport? I do. I think it's a sport. Do you think it's a sport? I, the initial thing in my head, yes, it is a sport. Uh, okay, okay. So a lot of people don't because they say if you can if you can drink beer and, <laughs> and swing okay. a club at the same time. Okay, here's the thing: that though. you're not. You can do that with any sport. I can go out into the backyard and 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 drink, you know, Coke and throw a football up in the air. But am I playing football? No. Am I putting on pads? Am I putting on a helmet? Am, you can go out with your buddies on a golf course and bring uh, a cooler with any kind of drink that you want and just hang out and swing the golf club and talk. Yeah. But is that really playing golf? Or are you, are you just kind of hanging out and kind of doing golf on the side? No, I mean, I play golf. I have, When I go play golf, I play golf. Yeah. You know what I mean? I play it. And it does take a physical element on your body. We're talking about if you're if you're fairly dis- decent, you're going to hit a certain amount of shots throughout the day. But if you're and, it, and if you're pretty good, it's probably going to take more of a you'll have a physical element to it. But it's probably going to take more mental out of you also than it would the physicality of it. But if you're just starting off and you never played before and you get out there for the first time and play, you're probably looking hitting about, you know, eight or nine shots per hole, which is going to take an element on your body throughout the day. And by the time you're done, you're exhausted. So uh, we were talking about that. So, it's yeah, I think it's a sport. Believe it or not, folks, we do talk about what we're going to – we do prepare for the podcast. We, <laughs> right. we do talk about these things before we well, get I will on. say right, this. Yeah. If you go golf on me, it's quite physical of, of, of dodging the golf balls that I'm hitting at you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, here's the thing. Look at Tiger Woods. You know, look at Rory McIlroy. Those guys, they they have a training regimen. They have practice. They have coaches. And there's a reason that they're so good at the game. And it's because that physicality, yeah, you have to be so skilled and so physical and mentally prepared to play golf at a high level. So I I do believe golf is a sport. But let's look at a sport in the United States that Curling? doesn't necessarily <laughs> – that is a sport. We had talked about that too. <laughs> Wait, do y'all think that's not a sport? No, I, I said it okay. I said it was, yeah. Alex. The sweeper guy. He, that he's joker. <laughs> right. He's, he's, Man, working, he's going he's at it. He's working at it. No, I don't. I don't. So oh, 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 oh. I think it is, man. Like I said, there's, there's – you're going to ask me which one is a sport and – the first answer that pops in my head is what it's going to be because that's that's going to be All my right, opinion. What, what about cornhole? Cornhole? Yeah. Heck no. Yeah, I don't think that's a sport. No, activity. I like that's playing activity. cornhole, but no, that's not a sport. Yeah. So go ahead, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. What you were going to? I don't remember what I was talking about. We're, we're getting good. down to the nitty or uh, best sport. Oh, soccer. Is soccer a sport? Oh, oh yeah, heck yeah. Well, most definitely. Why? Because then again, you're, soccer probably more than any of them is you're running the entire time. Whereas, you have to be extremely well conditioned, yeah, to play. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you, of course you do. Yes, I was just saying. I was trying to think of you know basketball. You're, you're consistently running too. Um, where it's a much smaller area. Yeah, much smaller area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that that would be the biggest difference. So much area you got to cover, so much ground. Um, yeah, it's, it's a sport. 
So unfortunately, but what what well what we're gonna do? <laughs> wait, wait, you said unfortunately. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I missed that when you said it the first go around. Elaborate, Whoa, elaborate like on the, on like soccer. Look, no, 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 my, no. My kids you said it. you said unfortunately. My oldest son played it and played it. Doesn't play it anymore. Benefited a lot from yes, that. Yes, he did. His soccer works on great. Works on your footwork. And it helps. It sounds out. like you're hedging. <laughs> but I'm saying is, man, it's Tread so hard to watch once they get older. It's just yeah. so hard to watch because there's not a whole lot of excitement scoring wise going on unless you just got a dominant team. But now, yeah. if you go and watch almost like indoor soccer, that's that stuff. That's like that, arena football. Yeah, that stuff yeah. is real. Yeah, that stuff. That's that's real fun to watch. It, you know, if you look at it from the standpoint that I don't like soccer. Because they don't do enough scoring. Yeah. You know, well, you go watch one of them. They'll do enough scoring, and it's going to be physical, and they're going to be just as tired. I'll be honest. When the USA, if they're in the World Cup, I will somewhat try to watch it, just pulling for them. Any other time you ask me, uh, no. I'm not watching. I'm the, I'm the same way. Yeah. It's not so. that I don't appreciate it. It's right. Just that it's, I, it's not, it's no, it has not, nothing to do with that. You know, and I don't, it doesn't. And our fancy for some reason. Asheville just got recently is yeah added a soccer team, so we'll be supporting them for sure. Just my my favorite thing to watch, you know. So we'll get around some people, you know. We got family up in Missouri, right? Yeah. That it's, it's uh, up soccer there. is a uh, big time. S- soccer and baseball seem to be the big things up mm, there. My two least favorite sports. Yeah, <laughs> and not moving to Missouri. You know, yeah. that's our cousins have played soccer. That's that's what they've done. But getting in a room and watching a soccer game with them, you know, it actually wasn't half bad. No. Because you could ask questions and actually know the right answers instead of you trying to have it figured out by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was exciting. I mean, they're all excited about the game. They know all the players. I don't. But that was probably one of the better times I've had watching soccer. So I'm not totally hating on it too bad. So that's not our best sport, that's for sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about what we individually, as individuals, think is the best sport, and let's talk about why. Now, going into this, everybody listening needs to understand our respective biases, okay? So I grew up in the South, small town, middle of nowhere. Uh, The only sport that I would say I coach would be football, all right? These two gentlemen to my left grew up in the South, grew up in small town Asheville, okay, played baseball, football, and basketball. I'm going to let – Alex, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, so what is the best sport on the planet? Go. Let me start off by saying this. Like I said earlier, <laughs> he's hedging. I've been playing basketball since I was in the second grade. So, it's my favorite sport, hands down. You know, if I if that if I had to pick something I was going to go play, that, that would be it. Um, but as far as the best sport goes, it's hands down, it's football. And, I mean, it's just... Elaborate, tell us why. I don't know. I mean, you grew up Friday Night Lights. Is what you waited on. You, you know, you love going to those games, especially when the football team is really good. I mean, they just, you know, the atmosphere just it made it exciting. Um, and still even now, I mean, 
what do, what do I wait for all year? You know, college football goes off. I wait for it to come back on. A countdown's on as soon as that last game is played. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love basketball, but there's, football is just something different. You know, it's just, I guess, the atmosphere. Um, you know, you wait all year. You're looking at recruit, recruiting classes. You know, who's coming in? Or in high school sports, you know, who's going to be the big playmaker this year? You know, who are you, who are you excited to go watch? It's just, it's, it's, it's a sport that's talked around, talked about around town all year long. You know, you know, what's such and such coach going to do this year? How's the team looking? You know, what are y'all doing differently? So, I mean, football. Football's my answer. You know, 100%. All right. Well, Brandon. Uh, I, I agree with Alex. Um, <laughs> basketball is my favorite sport, but I think because you, you know, we, we've all grown up in Alabama. So from the day you're born, it seems like, which is <laughs> kind of goofy, but you have to pick a team. And that's either Alabama or it's Auburn. So from a very young age, I um, was an Auburn fan. And I think a lot of the kids, they grow up watching them, either one of them two teams. And that's what they each and every year wait for to to watch. And um, football is a team sport. You have to work together in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And I think it's the greatest team sport ever made, ever you know made up. So um, you got to take 11 guys and be all on the same page. And so I think that's one thing about it that um, makes it unique. And um, – so yeah, growing up with especially so with football and the rivalry that goes on here in the state, um, that kind of trumps uh, over any other sport that we have. You know, even though we're man, Alex are huge uh, basketball. That's our favorite sport, but um, that's what we define as the the best sport is football. So the sport. The first sport that I fell in love with was basketball. But it is not my favorite sport. My favorite sport is football. And I, I'm really hoping that when I make the argument about which sport is the best sport, that you're not going to think that I have a conflict of interest or that I'm being biased. But in my opinion, the best sport out there is football. Yeah. And, and when you look at sports and athletics, the greatest in my opinion, again, this is all my opinion, but the greatest part of athletics is teamwork. Yeah. There's almost nothing in this world today that you do by – unless you're a hermit and you know how to farm and hunt and fish, you're never going to be able to live on your own, ever. You're going to have to interact with somebody at some point. You're going to have to work with somebody at some point. And team sports, I think, prepares you for that exceptionally well football does that really well better than any other sport and here's why you can take an extremely good five-star quarterback an extremely good five-star offensive lineman four-star defensive lineman and you know 
and, and this has kind of happened at Asheville, okay? We've had very good athletes, but there's yeah. only been one of them at a time on a team. And the rest of the players have been awful to average. And what's their what's their record? It's a losing record. Yeah. It takes every single person on that field working at their maximum trained potential yeah. to win, to defeat the opponent. And there's no other team sport that I can think of where you can get where you can that that has to happen. You know, right. in in mm. y'all played basketball, y'all can speak to this a little better than I can. But even you know, if you look at basketball, if you have you know a shooting guard that can just drain those suckers, you have you still have a very good chance of winning. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. No, uh, if, you. If you look at baseball and you have a guy that just hits homers every time he gets up to the plate, you no matter what's it, thrown yeah, at him. In basketball, you, know? you can have a dominant player control the game. And I, I think that's true for most team sports. In football, again, you can have a quarterback that can be a dual threat quarterback that can chunk the thing, that can run it. But if he doesn't have an offensive line, if he doesn't have a receiver core – there, there is no way to capitalize yeah. on his singular ability. And the amount of effort and the amount of time and the amount of skill and complexity and mentality and thought and work in the weight room and, and work on application of, of the game plan in football, to me, is just so incredibly complex that you just have to respect it. And it's ability to force a team to come together to win to me makes it the best sport out there or the sport that you at least have to respect the most now again i hope that that it also being my favorite sport doesn't make anybody out there listening think that i that i chose it just because of that i I hope that i've made an argument that is is sound in its foundation that you all can at least respect because it's not like we hate all the other sports I mean, I love college basketball, y'all. High school basketball. Yeah. I could watch all day, every day. Yeah. But March. there's something about what? March Madness. March. I, did, I love March Madness. How could you not love it? It's, I don't know. There's something about it. And, and two, when you look at the other components that you guys have named with, foot, with football, especially you, Alex, the atmosphere, there's something about the spirit of football, just the spirit. You know, it's only played – and, and we talked about this in my economics class, why football is arguably the most profitable sport in the United States at all levels or between all levels. You look at how often is it played. It's played once a week. Mm-hmm. How much do you practice for it? You practice all week for it. Baseball, softball, volleyball, basketball. You play multiple times a week. You practice in season, maybe what, two or three days a week, four days a week at the most? Yeah. There is a buildup that happens with football. People get ready for it. You talked about it, the buildup to football season. But there's also a buildup within the season itself. It's not like you cut that, you know, you cut off the Alabama game on Saturday and you go, all right, they're going to play on Tuesday. Well, it's because you, know, it's you have a, to wait a week. It's a brutal sport. Yeah. It takes a physicality on you that no other sport, I think, does. Um, that's why you have to play it. Uh, give it a week to be played uh, a lot of times. I don't know. There's some cases where, you know, 
play on Saturday, and now in college football you play on a Thursday night, yeah. stuff like that. But still, takes a physical toll on you. But that there's there's such a buildup, you know, and it's a very complicated, complex sport to play. But it is not a complicated, complex sport to watch or to enjoy. I think that's something that's really cool. You know, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but why is football arguably, again, like you said, baseball is what they call America's pastime. But why is football arguably the most popular sport in the United States? You know, I think it also just brings the community together, too. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. I mean, most of all games are played on a Friday night. Which, what does that mean? You know, most people ain't got to work on Saturdays. So, yeah, I'm going to go watch the football team, take the whole family. All the kids are going to gather and play together. You know, you got all concession stand food, popcorn. You could sit there and watch. You know, you might not know anybody. Or, you know, you might have your son, your nephew, you know, out there playing. You know, that you're excited about, you're ready to watch, see, you know, see what that season holds. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's. I think you hit on the big two components of it. It's the complexity component where you go to watch a sport that's fun to watch or you go to socialize. Mm-hmm. Both of those things are really, really big. And, and to go, going back to what I said earlier about watching a sport that's easy to watch, it's not hard to know when somebody's doing well in football. They take the football and the goal is to go that way, get to that side of the field. Yeah, it's uh, and not very hard to figure out. Exactly. Yeah, You compare that to a sport like, and this is an extreme example, but you compare that to a sport like wrestling. Y'all, when I was first exposed to wrestling, and not WWE wrestling, I'm talking about like, you know, actual actual wrestling. Yeah. Not that that's not actual wrestling. Anyway, high school, you know, regulated wrestling, you look at that, unless you know the sport – you're not going to know what's going on. Right. Yeah. You know, why, okay, why is the ref patting his back, holding up two fingers? Why is he getting two points? Okay, that guy looks like he's been pinned for 15 minutes. Why has the ref not slammed his hand on the ground and, and said that he's pinned? You know, what's, what's this about? Why are there all these rounds? You know, yeah. so with football, it's fairly simple. That guy hit that guy harder and, and went kind of into the, the direction that he needs to go and is getting closer to his goal. A lot of people compare it to war. Your goal is to push the enemy back. And, you know, there have been psychologists that have actually done studies on this that humans are so... The, the instinct of war is so embedded to us. The sport that best represents war is football, and therefore that is why we relate to American football the most because it best exemplifies the physical exertion, the territorial control of war. You know, you want to go to that other dude's end zone and march across that line and metaphorically speaking, take his territory. Yeah. That's kind of what you're that's that's what the whole game is about. So when you look at it that way, it's so easy to watch. Again, when you go and watch volleyball, it's hard to kind of understand what's going on unless yeah. you play the sport. Well, you'd be surprised how I many don't understand football either. That that is true. That is very they, true. They don't. You know, like you get the concept of what they're trying to do. Yes. At the same time, but they don't understand all the penalties and yes. all that stuff, like you said with the wrestling. 
why are they tapping their why are the refs tapping their back for two points and all this other stuff. So, but you know the goal and you know why and how they're trying to get to the goal with volleyball yeah, you and kind of know the goal and wrestling too. You know who's who's trying well, to yeah. do what when they're wrestling. Who's trying to pin who down to the ground, but you don't know all the specifics of it exactly of what you know they're trying to exactly. accomplish during that match. So. With football, it's like you know you know the destination, but you can also see the road. With these other sports, you know the destination, right. but it's harder to see the path to that destination. Right. So I think that that's one of the reasons that football, American football, is so. But then again, I mean, we've had people from other countries come and watch high school football here, and they're going like, "What is going on?" Right. You know what I mean? They have so, no clue. so that argument. Doesn't necessarily stand on all, you know. Well, all with four soccer, legs, but you know, it's a universal sport. Absolutely. But I couldn't tell you what all the penalties. Yeah, I could. And you know, the the cards when the refs put up the cards. I mean, I know the colors. You know what they mean. You know, red means okay. That's bad. Yeah, bad. It's really bad. You know, yellow. <laughs> red is bad. Yellow caution. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. type thing. But you know, um, uh, was it offsides and all that yeah. stuff? When once you get into a certain area, you're offsides. So I, I couldn't get specific. Well, for the on same that. reason that I just explained why I think football is the most popular sport in America, you could argue that that's why soccer is the most popular sport throughout the rest of the world, because it's it's really simple. I mean, you want the ball into that guy's goal, right? You can see the goal, the the not the, the goal, the goal and the goal in both definitions of the word goal. You can see the goal. And you can kind of see the path to get to reach that goal. Let me ask you this: How many players total on the soccer field? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Is it? Is it like? Is it like football? Is it like eleven? Are there eleven people out there? I don't know. I don't think so. This I want, is how I want little to, we know no, about I, soccer. Guys. I think I, I want to say that you, it's either ten or eleven. One that, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I know that's including the goalie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's. Certain players that can run the length of that field, and there's some of them that have to only stay in. They only got a general area. That they yeah, if, if I would play, I'm I'm definitely going to be the goalie. No, I've I've heard it's one of those things, kind of like baseball, where you know, y'all baseball is the most boring sport to watch. I'm sorry, but it's just so darn slow. What about hockey? But playing it is awesome. I've heard. Uh, hockey is really fun to watch. Live, live. I would agree. I would agree. Live now, watching on TV. Yeah, that's for the birds. <sighs> depend depends on what kind of. If it's just a regular season, nah. If it's a big time matchup in the yeah. playoffs, maybe. You know, just because. What hurts hockey is, you know, you're. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just not going to be a lot of interest from the parts of the world where, you know, they don't. It's not frozen. <laughs> now, <laughs> definitely a sport. Absolutely, the physicality 100%. it takes to, to to skate on ice skates, and with all the padding they have to put on and everything, and, and, I, and I like to have the grit. Man. I mean, it's I don't know if it's bad or not, but I like a little bit of the fighting that they do, yeah. where they just throw down if they have a disagreement with somebody. It's just throw down right there, man. If you if you got beef, let's throw down, you know, and the refs just sit there and watch. Yeah. Control will be, you know, yeah, keep it under not control. Mass chaos. Yeah, it's not mass chaos, but that is unique mm-hmm. in nowadays because we have so many. Because um, even football, you look at the NFL, man. Right, the just, way it's watered down, you know, a lot from what it used to be. Yeah, and 
you can't sack you can't hit the quarterbacks like you used to. Yeah. And so um so yeah, hockey in the fighting order is unique to me because you can just do it. You can just say, let's and it's legal. You know, we you can throw down. So I don't know. My question is in hockey though, why don't they wear a mouthpiece? <laughs> uh uh That is a really good question. I mean at this point with this many I think guys it's a, teeth. I think I think with hockey Don't some of them wear mouthpieces? I think I they do. So. I think some of them do, but then I think once you get when you get your teeth knocked out, I think it's like oh, I've been I've been um I've been marked. Okay, it's I'm, a, I'm part of it now. I'm I've I that's what I get from it. So the number one search on Google when I type in do hockey players is do hockey players wear socks? <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit there. I think they have to wear socks over their over their padding, ain't it? Or some sort, it looks like. Uh so do NHL players have to wear mouth guards? The answer is they have to. According to this source, it's not only to protect their teeth, it's also used to prevent concussions and spinal damage. When they get hit in the head and bite down extremely aggressively, it can cause severe concussions and damage the upper spine. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Because most of the games I've watched, they haven't been wearing mouth guards. Or mouthpieces or what are you watching pro hockey or college hockey pro pro uh, hockey that's can you I don't watch, watch college don't. hockey yeah other yeah. than when it's in the finals the NCAA NCAA I'm sure you can I'm sure you can unlike the, the Big Ten has their own network and yeah watch you know a lot of hockey going on. I mean Auburn has a hockey team right club hockey club hockey okay it's not it's not an official university sport it is a club sport oh okay. so it's not a sport it's just a club. It, yes. They also have, Auburn also has a club wrestling team and a club rowing team. I got you. So, same with Alabama. Alabama has a club right. rowing team, club rowing team. No, excuse me. Alabama has a, Alabama actually has a. Uh, hockey team. A hockey, t- no, uh, no, not a hockey team. A full-fledged rowing team. Not really. But they're not in the SEC. Fun fact. I don't know if you knew that. Huh. They're in the big, I think it's the big 12. That's weird. Because the SEC doesn't officiate. Don't officiate that. Yeah, they don't don't officiate Rowan, so they have to go to the Big 12. So that's the only sport at Alabama that's not a part of the SEC. But didn't, while we're still on the lines of hockey, didn't the state of Alabama, don't we have a hockey team? You're talking about like uh, Alabama Alabama Bulls or something like that? No, the Birmingham Bulls. Birmingham Bulls? I think. There's a hockey team in Huntsville, though, isn't there? Birmingham had the Birmingham Bulls for the longest time. They've come back here recently. Yeah, I think they're still having okay. it right now. Because I've been to a game. That's the only hockey game I've ever been to. Is a, that was the a Birmingham long, Bulls. Yeah, a long time ago. So I think there's also yes, 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 yes. Nope, that is the college. That's the UAH hockey team that I'm thinking of. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Let's see. Current minor league and semi professional teams. You've got there's there is a semi pro roller derby team in Huntsville oh, well, called good. the Dixie Derby Girls. Got to go watch them. The Huntsville Havoc. So you have the Huntsville Havoc and the Birmingham Bulls. 
Those are your two professional hockey teams in the state of Alabama. All right. So, there's, wow, there's a lot of soccer and a lot of baseball. (laughs) And a lot of football. (laughs) And a roller derby. So, anyway, so I think our definition of best has been team-oriented. You know, when we say best, we define sport. What is a sport? And best, I think we've kind of defined by, by our examples of the best sport, and that is the sport with the most... Team-oriented, I guess, or, or the sport that requires the most from its team yeah. and the sport that gives the most to its fans. I think that's pretty much our definition of best. And so our answer is football. If if any of you out there have a different answer, go ahead and send us a voice message. You can send us a message on go to anchor click the link in our show notes you can go pennies, ahead and send us people, a pennies. and, and don't, don't forget donate you can donate 99 cents a month five bucks a month or ten dollars a month that's to it help support the podcast do that rate review and subscribe the podcast as well anywhere where you're listening you can find us on well anywhere out there but don't forget to rate review and subscribe and to go over to visit our guys our friends over at ham and spam's retro review podcast check ham and spam guys. baby check out hammy and Hey, in Spain, it's like a special um, episode. Yeah, we we had a special ep- episode with those guys, and there's yep. another episode yeah. coming up yep. that that Brandon might be appearing on, right? So as uh, well as Alex, yeah. So stay tuned for that. I will. I will be. It's going to be good. I won't be on the episode. I'll be producing it. Fun, right. fun fact. Well, you might. You, might you, maybe. Yeah, you'll probably be on it. So. Well, yeah, but I, I will be. I'll be helping those guys make that happen. It's going to be a fun episode. It kind of has a lot of to do with uh it has it has to do with a lot of what we talked about today yeah so but anyway guys that's it for this episode of talk or go home remember rate review subscribe stay tuned we've got a bunch more stuff coming down the pipeline in 2020 this has been really fun to record thanks alex for coming on we really do appreciate it man man, i enjoyed it so hey what about um say something about some recommendations oh that's right hey hey hey, Hey, thanks he called us on so look at me right so you know, we do this thing. What is your recommendation for our audience, for our for our our Go Home fam? Anything. So, Alex, since you're the guest, we'll let you go first. What you got? Okay, okay. Well, since we live in the town of Asheville, I'm on. I'm going to support the town of Asheville um, oh. and throw out a recommendation of what's going on around here that I really enjoy. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so I don't know if y'all have done anything like that before. No, <laughs> I don't think you have. All right. There's a. Uh, there's a place in Asheville. Um, it's called the Gargus Market. Um, it, it's fairly new. You know, um, what? They, they do a, a lot of a lot of things that are are different. Not sponsored. I think. Uh, boiled peanuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ooh, boiled peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love catching boiled peanuts. Well, that's what that's what that's what I'm basically touching on. Oh, okay. It's kind of their for, the the food portion yeah. of what they got going on. Um, I went by there plenty of times, and yeah. they've got a um I a a turkey today, turkey bacon melt. Ooh. And a large lemonade, that is to die for. It is nice. Oh man, I enjoy it. My wife enjoys it. The kids enjoy it. I gotta go try that. And it's pretty good, I have to say. I'm a, I, I'm picky when it comes to my lemonade. Um, and they do it right. Is it tumors good? Yes. What really? Tumors okay. good. You know. Usually the the flea Bet. market, if you know what that is, better than tumors, or I would say equal. I equal. Okay, yeah. all right. I, okay. I say just as good. All right. 
Okay. Hmm. Brandon, what you got for us? Oh, That's a great wreck. That is. Um, you know what? How about just some hot chocolate? <laughs> Have a hot chocolate. Look, don't, hey, don't be hating. Look, don't be hating. I've just some hot So I've been sipping on my hot chocolate okay. the entire time. I've and had, I love hot chocolate. But let me, I do too. I, well, I didn't know you loved it as much as, oh, yeah. as, as I did. Oh, yeah. Because so. I love it. But I want to paint a picture for everybody listening. Brandon is sitting <laughs> is sitting here in a hoodie, a well. full zip up hoodie, shorts, sipping on <laughs> sipping on hot chocolate in a basketball mug. That's right, baby. Eating Ritz toasted chips. I don't, don't be hating. And Why are you hating? no, 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 and Mott's applesauce. <laughs> Look, are you, I, t- look, are you I was, 12? <laughs> no, I just, I had to be here. I told you I woke up late, <laughs> and I just grabbed something on the way, yeah, yeah. and I was like, well, what this, a, is, this is the three things that I want. What a This diet. is kind of what I'm kind of craving for, so. Um, hey, well, I say you can drink you some hot chocolate on Christmas Day, since it's going to be nice and 70 degrees. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. don't, don't, don't even get me started on that. Exactly. Oh, so, okay, so, uh, Nick, what's yours? <sighs> My recommendation is I'm going to recommend that everyone watch. Oh, no, I, I just realized I've made this recommendation before. <laughs> you have. I have I've, what, what, what was I going to say you need to watch? What, what, uh, the Brief. Watchmen. Yes. <laughs> How did yes. I know that? Yeah, because How here's did the thing. I know that? It finished. It concluded. I'll make another recommendation. Okay. (laughs) Here's another one that I'm finishing up right now that I haven't finished. Star Wars. Man in the High Castle. Okay. All right. Man in the High Castle, it gets really slow sometimes, and and it gets really heady, but basically the premise of the show is that the Nazis and the Japanese won World War II, and it looks at a world. What would the world be like, basically, if if they had won the war? And it gets Uh. really interesting. I'm a history nerd, so that's why I'm recommending it. But there's three seasons of it. You can stream it on Amazon Prime if you have an Amazon Prime account. So go ahead, check that out. It's really cool. He's opening up his last packet of applesauce as we speak. <laughs> I think that is our cue to go and end this thing. Well, so go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Yes, that has been sitting over here just bothering me the whole time. Um, you made a statement a while ago. Well, um, we, we you you I were, make a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. When you, you were about to. Tell everybody what your best sport was, yeah. what you considered the best sport. You're literally But you said your first love was basketball. <laughs> yes. And I want to know why. How, how, did, how did that come about? And so freshman year, I hated all sports before high school. <laughs> That's good. Especially baseball. Still kind of don't like baseball. but Freshman year, the basketball coach that coached you mm-hmm. asked me to help him and that was the first time I can ever recall really getting into a sport. That was probably it. And that was when we were, Asheville High School was good at basketball, now, girls and boys. Is that the year we went to JSU? No, that would be two years later. That would be my junior year. Okay. But so you were a part of that team. I was so. a part of that. I was a part of the area championship, county championship, regional Must be uh, nice. bound teams. It was, honestly, it was Looking back on it, really, it is kind of a a second glory because Asheville basketball had really, really good teams and seasons back in the 70s and 80s. Now, 
that would be the next best thing compared to those teams back in the 70s and 80s was those teams in the late two, excuse me the late 2000s early 2010s really early 2010s yeah and that was just awesome and that's what got me kind of hooked on sports in general so I, a, a lot to to that to those teams to those coaches that got me in and then the next year is when I got involved with football so and I thought that was interesting too I'm not, I'm not trying to take up a lot of time here but <laughs> you mentioned that thing because all three of us hang out a pretty good bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you talking about to Mr. Yarbrough about him retiring and stepping down. Yeah. And then them looking for somebody else to, to videotape the practices and games, stuff like that. And I don't know if that really just opened a big door for you as far as what you've done now. But, I mean, was that was that the main building block? Here's the thing, and if, if – if I'm going to say if one more time. If that doesn't happen, I do not think I'm here right now. I don't think any of these cameras, any of this equipment is here. I don't think any of that happens. But again, kind of going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, it all happens for a reason. Yeah, right. So, but with that, guys, we're going to head on out of here. <coughs> we hope that your new year was fantastic. And we're really excited about for what sure. we've got going on in 2020. Yep, so, yep, 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 Alex, once again, thanks for coming on. And don't remember, you can talk or go home.